Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. Yo, this is man like Doreen. Hi, this is Tom Thelma. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the nightmare fuel hustle alone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog, O'Dockery. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Kyle Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken but Glorious. Broken but Glorious. To Broken but Glorious podcast. Because like me, you are head to toe. Hello, welcome to Broke Up Glorious on bbgwrestling.com. I'm Chris Laff and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by Kieran Donnelly. How are you doing this evening, Kieran? I'm good, Chris. I'm good. Thank you for thank you for having me on. Yeah, huge thanks for joining us this evening. It's been a couple of weeks in the making. It's, <laughs> so, highly so, recommended, highly recommended. Yeah. How you been surviving lockdown? I've been I've been good. I've been watching a lot of wrestling, catching up on what I've missed. There's so much out there now. And just, oh, it's far uh, too much. <laughs> so, so much, which is good. You can actually watch a pay per view every day. But I've gone gone back to the classics that I mm. think I've I've missed. So yeah, cool. how uh, how, how cla- you probably give away your age now. What you can consider the classic. <laughs> so so I, I'm going back and watching Shawn Michaels matches. So I watched um, the the Rockers v uh, the Brainbusters, and that's that's just I've watched it about seven times. I think it's amazing. It's like mm. a seventeen minute match, but yeah, Madison Square Garden, it's 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 incredible. Oh, amazing! <laughs> yeah, we went we went back and tried. To, we started watching Raw from the beginning in early lockdown. We got up, we went from like early ninety three. We we got to about ninety five. They just get a bit rubbish around there when Mabel's like the <laughs> one contender and the Kevin Nash is the champion. So we, yeah, we, we kind of stopped then. My girlfriend only likes to watch the bits when she was little. So it's like nine, 91 to 94 ish. She likes to watch. So, so once we're, once might, we're, I might have to check that out. I might yeah. have to check that out. I might go back and watch an old Raw because that's, uh, yeah, that's quite, I think it's, when's the first one of Raw even? Uh, early 93. And they're, only, okay, and, and they're only 45 minutes long in 93. Oh, oh. There's, <laughs> there's the next week gone for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the first one's a good decent show. I think, I think it's Shawn Michaels and Max Moon and Undertaker and Damian Demento. We have a couple of jobber matches in the middle. So it's, yeah, it's good. It's fun. <laughs> Put that put that on my list. I'm a massive, massive Shawn Michaels fan. So uh, yes, I will put that on my list. Yeah. <clears throat> now, how about away from wrestling? Have you been mentioning any series you could recommend for listeners? What series have I been watching? I I've you know, I've, the first time I've watched The Office, and I've never seen it, and I've just started watching it, and it's it's hilarious. My uh, US my or UK. The UK one. I've been told. I've been under strict orders to only watch the UK one because the US one isn't good. So, no. I, as the US, one, I've heard the UK one is very good. It's the first series of the the US one's awful, but after that's brilliant. Once they get away from, because they try and do the first series, they, they try and do the UK one in the first series, but mm. and it just doesn't work. But once they kind of get get their own characters, after it's brilliant. I, I think it's superior to the UK one. After that, yeah, so. I might have to check that out. That and um, what else am I watching? Suits. I've done. I've watched Suits. So those are the two mm. I've uh, I've kind of got through a lockdown. Yeah, I'd recommend Glow. Glow's really was really good. Gorgeous ladies of wrestling. It took me oh, age yeah. a while to get into that. Um, it's three three series, ten episodes a series, and they're only half an hour each. But that's brilliant. It's just a drama dramatization of the 
promotion in the 80s. But yeah, that was re- really, really, really good. Yeah. Oh, check is that the one with Kate Nash in it, isn't it? I've been meaning to to check it out. It's been out for a while, hasn't it? There was rumours of another series. Yes, yeah, well, yeah. yeah, it was on my list. It was always like the I'd watch something and then something else would come on. I was like, oh, I'll watch Glow mm-hmm. after after I finish this, and then something else will come on. <laughs> I might I might check that out between ninety five Raw and then go to Glow just to switch it up and then mix it up with some US Office. That way, yeah. I can uh, know what's coming next. Oh, I would recommend US Office. I'd, I'd, I'll tr- kind of bumble your way through Series One just so you get to know the characters. But it is—it's not great for Series One. But... All right, I'll check. I'll check. I'll skim read one, and then if that's uh, if I get past that, I'll check out number. I'll go two to three. Yeah, <laughs> with Glow, I was just, I, I just had half spare half an hour, and I was like, oh, it's only half an hour. I'll, I'll watch this one. And yeah, and then I watched seven episodes in a row. I was, I was up until half two. I was like, I'll go to bed after this one. Oh, the next one's only 25 minutes. I'll stay up for one more. <laughs> that, that is that is a worry. I end up starting a pay-per-view about 10 o'clock and I have to watch the match that's in the middle of it because I've never thought I've seen it. So I mm-hmm. end up being up to one or two being like, I can't, rem- can't remember this match from 2009. And yeah. you just know what happened. So yeah, that's how I fall into it. So this does go for where you're at. She was... So I'm get, was Shawn Michaels your favourite wrestler growing up? Or? You know what? My favourite wrestler, the first ever show I ever saw live was by accident. I was at mm. a friend's house and it was 2001 and it was the invasion angle and it was Matt and Jeff against the Dudley boys in the cage. And that's the first. I think I was about, must have been about 10 then. Yeah. And that wow. was the first, the first ever match I ever saw. And from then I was hooked. Yeah, the invasion got me back into wrestling. So I, I, I watched... I, I watched... No 90, probably 1991 till about 97 and then I stopped once I uh, uh, once I was uh, uh, like 16, 17 and I was just stopped cool to be to like wrestling and, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, start going out drinking and, and clubbing and stuff <laughs> I got I got hooked on that and then I had no idea where I'd watch it so I'd always go and have to buy videos from like WH Smith or HMV and mm-hmm. they'd always be out of order so I'd never know I never knew what was going on no. but I'd watch pay-per-view after pay-per-view and just so confused but um yeah around that time i kind of got clued up and realized there was a tv show but yeah, that's the first one and then i went back and i got hooked on sean v brett and and things like that and then sean was my sean became my favorite pretty quickly and then luckily enough he came back so uh it was good timing by me yeah mate <laughs> so what prompted you to do the tights against the ring yourself so it was it was accident it was completely by accident it was i was speaking at school about about a friend, uh, to a friend about wrestling. He kind of come back with a wrestling comment. I went again and we just went back and forth. Kind of a secret code to be like, you watch wrestling, I watch wrestling. <laughs> so uh, that was, that went that. And then he came to me and said he was going to uh, going to a wrestling school in the UK. And I said, I, I called him completely out. I was like, you're lying. Stop doing that. There's no schools. I would know being being the smart, like 11-year-old that I was. <laughs> saying, oh, and he said, I'm going this weekend. What do is i will call you on the weekend and give you the details so you can come the following week and that was time obviously not everyone had mobiles we had like a landline so finished school fully ready to to kind of banter him when he come back and tell the whole class how much of a liar he was <laughs> and um went to the weekend no call no call no call ready to kind of just uh get ready to call him on monday and he called me and gave me the details and i could not believe it oh wow, was one where was that couldn't believe it where about was that that was in so it was about 20 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes away from my house. And it was a, a kind of, not a church hall, but kind of a school hall 
trained by it's called FWA South London. I remember walking in and it was just these grey mats that had no give, one or two crash mats on the side. Oh yeah. And then yeah, so it hurt very quickly. And then it was taught by Tony Scarlo, who is incredible. Yeah. And um I just uh I just did the class and I never never stopped. So yeah, completely by accident. If I hadn't bumped into my friend and been so adamant that there wasn't a score, I don't think I would have wrestled. Oh, <laughs> so was Shawn Michaels who you like wanted to mold your style around when you started training them? Yeah, I think even model my style. I was very quiet as a as kind of like a 10, 11 year old. I just loved how loud he was. I just thought it was brilliant. I just mm. thought how, how incredible to be that boisterous and that flamboyant and that just charismatic. And it kind of shaped me into kind of a person because it kind of taught me to be confident and to to kind of do things like that and then wrestling just enforced it so yeah just that style was the thing that drew me to it and how i wanted to wrestle so starting so young when did you have your first match then i had my first match about 12 13 as part of something called the chav army oh wow yeah it was it was uh an ipw show i'd been training for probably about six, seven months, and a spot came up to do a thing as a Chav Army. And obviously, being about 12 or 13, we we looked like Chavs because that was kind of what we were doing. Mm. And um, I turned up, had a tracksuit, got in the ring, thinking that, like, you know, I'll take a couple of clotheslines, I'll, I'll do the stuff I've been in training. And I wrestled this guy called Battalion, who was lovely, built huge, massive, and um, he gave me a Tazplex. <laughs> and it was... <laughs> No idea what a Tazplex I knew what a Tazplex was, yeah. but I'd never, never taken one. We just went through it and it was kind of a crowd. It was kind of a lively crowd. So there people drinking, people shouting. It was just awesome to be able to be on a show that young and, and just go to school the next day and just everyone talking about going football practice and me going in talking about how I took a Tazplex and was oh, wow. uh, surrounded by all these cool people and getting to be in the ring and, 200 people being there so yeah my my head grew big that sounds amazing <laughs> so how's your uh, character evolved from like being the 12 year old chav to today so yeah that was only that was only a two the two kind of shot deal so i didn't have to stay as a chav which was good and then i wrestled wrestled for a, for a while just at training shows and did some kind of camp shows as we went on and then kind of full 15, 15, yeah, 14, 15, I kind of got hurt a tiny bit. So I took some time off, kind of focused on the GCSEs and uni mm. and things. So took some time out there um, and went to university. So I went to university up in the Midlands, which was really good. And just did a couple of shows, but no real intense training or anything like that. And then I got back at 21 after doing kind of a law degree and was going through stuff to, to do with that and, oh, wow. and working. And yeah. um, I just missed it. I just missed it. I spoke to my friend who came up to uni with me. He was up at uni with me and said, um, let's, let's try, like, let's get back into the loop. And there was a school that was about an hour, an hour and a half away. And we went there a Sunday. And I think, I think I just got lucky with timing. It was a training session by Zach Zaber Jr. Oh, and wow. that was, that was our first introduction. Zach Zaber Jr. was training. I think we were even a tiny bit late, which wasn't great. And, um, that's where I met Sammy, Sam Stoker, Sammy Smooth. Yeah. He was rolling as I walked in the door. So um, I, uh, we always took, a, I always say I took a dislike to him very early on because <laughs> he was very good. And I was just coming back and I wanted to be the one that was good. Oh. So um, 
walked into that and then there was training offers of doing like a private session with Zach, like four of us before the session. So we did a session with him in the morning, which was like 12 till 12 till three, and then did a session like three till seven afterwards. Mm. And it just sped us up and got us so much better in like ring shape and technique and yeah, that happened for a couple of weeks and kind of got back into the groove. I've got, I've got, I've just got images in my head when you, you hear stories. It was like Stu Hart, where he used to stretch his students. <laughs> that's, oh, that's how he, I'm thinking. That's how I'm thinking about how Zach would be a trainer as well. <laughs> he, he's he's just a, he's just a absolute genius. Like you'll say you want to do something, go into a, a certain hold a certain way, and it, it doesn't doesn't even blink, and he's done it. Just the way he stretches you, but makes you. Um, makes you think about the holds and what you're mm. doing within the hold and how to get out of them and how are you just his footwork if you ever watch Zach's footwork it's incredible and it was just so it like so good to be able to learn from someone that good so you said you're at the university in the Midlands so did you train in the Midlands and then do shows around the Midlands I did I did we we barely tra- we did some training but mm. not as intense as we did before so obviously uni gets in the way so you're going out and you're trying to do the course and trying to pass exams barely. But um, we did some training with a with a school out there and done some shows. So that was good. I think we'd done a, a couple of shows kind of like um, Pete Dunn was on and Damien Dunn was on up there. So oh, kind wow. of very small shows, kind of like a, a pub a pub kind of atmosphere. I think PWA was what we wrestled for. But it was just, just fun. It just became fun again. And I think that's what we really liked. And that's why when we came back, we were like, we've got to we've got to do it. Yeah, so you've, you've, you've mentioned in our chat beforehand that you, you broke your hand before, was it just before lockdown? Uh, I broke it in, I broke it in New York, actually. Oh, so wow. It was, uh, I broke it in New York, which was, I went out there with a couple of the, the English English boys. So I went out with kind of Roy Johnson and OJ oh. Moe and yeah. Bernie Duggan and Connor Mills. So wow. I was out there with all of them. We all had a house. So we all went out and it was, it was good. And we did the show. Rush, Rush, Rush went there. And, um, yeah, kind of uh, freak accident. Uh, la- last move of the match. Last move of the match. Wow. And, uh, yeah, just bang straight onto the hand. I felt it straight away. Yeah. It felt like warm water kind of flowing on my hand. And, yeah, broke it. Broke it in three bones, shattered two of the bones and shattered the top of my um, top of my uh, knuckles. Wow. So, yeah. And then I had three more days, three more days in New York because I had no insurance, which is a silly thing to do. Yeah, and never go to America about insurance. So, yeah, so I had kind of a Mickey Mouse hand. Um, and it was hilarious because I didn't think it was I didn't think it was broken. I thought it was just sprained after a match. I kind of swells up. And I went to a Rev Pro show after to kind of watch and was shaking hands with people. And every time I shook someone's hand, because it was my right hand, I was grimacing because I could feel the bones just manipulate oh, my hand. Yeah. So, so, yes, it wasn't the best end of the trip getting on the plane was quite scary because i didn't want to show them my hand at all because i thought if they see my hand i'm not getting on the plane oh so <laughs> so, so who were you wrestling for out in new york and who did you wrestle i was wrestling i i was wrestling for ipw which was it was a really good show and it was a it was a six-way match i think it was me versus danny duggan versus connor mills the, the OJ, ojmo Free Roy Johnson, free Darius Lockhart. Wow. Um, so yeah, it was it was a good match. It was a good match. It was really going well. And um what's hilarious is um what's hilarious is I don't think I don't think I was supposed to take the end move. I don't think 
I don't think I was in the right position. I think it's just a freak accident that happened. So very weird. Absolutely. Amazing match. I wish I could try to that off. Mm, I'll try and find it. I'll try and find it. But um, but yeah, break it, breaking my hand, I always say, was like one of the best things that happened to me because um, it it gave me some time to, to rest and to kind of uh, enjoy a time off and a break and not mm. have to be somewhere early on a Sunday. And like I said, I got to t- time my partner. I got to explore, like, got to travel more, got to explore more, got to got to kind of find that love of wrestling again. Um, so yeah, yeah, as you mentioned, you have had time off to rest your body, evaluate, probably evaluate what's worked well and what hasn't worked well over the last couple of years. So, yeah. have you been? Has this time given you uh, to tweak your character you, for when you return? Have you going to include any elements of stuff you've like watched over lockdown into your new, into a character? Or? Yeah, def- I think it's more definitely the character, just about the wrestling side of it. I think mm. it's made me. When I was kind of younger, I was never out of the ring, and I was super excited to be in it, super excited to rush to get in it. And I think as it as it went on, I think it kind of got lost a tiny bit, and I wasn't rushing as much to get in the ring and to to kind of try new things. And just having this time away from it, even with lockdown included, it's kind of made me think when that when that opportunity comes back, I'm going to be rushing to the ring, and I'm going to find that kind of passion that mm. I had when I was twelve or thirteen, looking to get tasplexed. <laughs> Going back and watching all this old stuff, have you have you seen anything you go, ooh, I like that, and you're going to include it into your move set? I, I think it's just I've turned into a I've turned into a real geek. I've turned into watching kind of footwork and the way people transition into moves and the way they mm. present themselves. So I've been watching I've been watching new and old. Like I watched the Kyle O'Reilly v Pete Dunn match. I thought that was oh, incredible. Yeah, that, I thought that was amazing. Um, and then I went back and watched some old stuff. So I watched Zack Saber Junior v. Johnny Kidd, which is an incredible match, um, happened at IBW, awesome match. I watched um, some matches of my myself, kind of trying to critique that, um, and just watched a load of things. I've just just more about the technique and more about the learning and, and training. Like, kind of watch Chris Ridgeway and stuff he does as well, and just all of it. I'm just really excited to learn again. Like, really excited to try and get back out to Germany and train. I managed oh, wow. to yeah. uh, train with train with Thatcher and trained with water for a little bit in WXW. So um, I'm looking forward to like, getting back out there when we can and training a bit more. Yeah, my, my co-host is called, is a wrestler called Lance Rivera, and that's his dream, is to go out to train with WXW. So, that's oh, it's like, amazing. Yeah. It's, it's amazing just to even stay at – they've got a um, they've got a um, kind of an apartment just above the training school. It's about a minute's walk away. And um, Thatcher was in it with us. So we'd go training with Thatcher in the morning. Then we'd do the afternoon class. And then we'd just sit and watch wrestling at night. Wow. So it'd be incredible just to watch some old school matches or even some new matches and just sit there and just watch and listen. So, uh, yeah, it, I would definitely recommend it. It's really good. And Essen is a, a lovely place to be. Oh, I'm, I'm really enjoying having Thatcher in NXT at the moment. I'm kind of liking the frenemies thing he's got with Tommaso Ciampa, and I hope they kind of stay that way. I, I, I like it being like a, a team that don't like each other. And, uh, yeah. of, but it looks like it's going to be a, the usual. Let's team them up to break them up so they can feud. So that that's just one of my favorites. I got I was lucky enough to wrestle him, and honestly, wow. being in the ring with him feels like you're. Feel, feels like a big fight atmosphere. Like the minute I stepped in the ring, I kind of had an out of body experience and was like, "If you turn around and run now, it won't be okay." <laughs> I was like, "Well, that's not going to happen." But, uh, 
just incredible to be in the ring with him. Just his movement, just the aggression, just the character. He's just he's just brilliant. Wow. So do you have a like a wish list of matches you have when we return? I have, I have got a few. I've got a, a few, one or two that I really want to wrestle. I've, I've been really lucky to wrestle some really good people like Keith Lee and oh, Ryan, wow. Bobby Fish. So yeah. I've, I've been I've been really really lucky with the people I've kind of had an opportunity with. But there's two that. I really well, there's three actually that I really want to wrestle, and that's um, Dino Mark. I've never been able to wrestle Dino Mark. Yes, um, really nice guy. I've met him a couple of times. Been on a show with him, lovely guy. Always when I've met him, he's been super nice to me, and always I hear stories about how nice he is to other people. And I've hmm. been on like all star kind of um, camp shows with him, tours with him. He's always been nice to me. So, but I've never got a one on one or a tag match with him. So definitely, definitely him. Um, Chris Ridgeway. I really wanted to wrestle. I thought that was supposed to happen a couple about, yeah, in a show a couple of years ago, but didn't. Mm. I know he was, he said he'd, he'd push for it. So it was really good and gave me some really good feedback on the stuff that I was doing. So Chris Ridgway would be awesome. And, um, and Pete Dunn. Wow. Been in, yeah. been in, been in tag matches with him and, and Damien and, and then uh, like Chris Brook, but never had a one-on-one. So it'd be good to, to wrestle Pete. Yeah. That'd be amazing. I'm, I'm hoping kind of, NXT build build around like Pete Dunne, Kylie Riley, Tim Ballard, and Adam Cole for a while. I found I think them four will have a great, oh, of course, like, yeah, in, intertwined feud between the four of them. I think that'll be an amazing thing to do. Um, oh, yeah, they're they're three amazing opponents. <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're on my wish list. I've got I've got other people that I want to want to wrestle as well, like mm. uh, Danny Black. I've wrestled a couple of times. I've been in train together. Yes. Connor, my boy Connor Klein. Yes, uh, I've got, I've got a shout out. I'd love to wrestle him. We've we've trained a lot together. We talk a bit, so it'd be nice to actually get in the ring and wrestle him as well. Yeah, he's my five year old's favorite wrestler. Ah, oh, there we go. Well, yeah, I won't say he's my favorite. Like <laughs> my son, yeah, he's obsessed with Paradox. Oh, he, he, he's. He finds random matches of them. We were watching Fusion Pro the other day. I was like, why are we watching this? He goes, Paradox. I was like, how do you find these things on YouTube? <laughs> uh, there was a, a tag team Royal Rumble at the end and they had you know, and, Andy and RJ were in, in the Rumble. I was like, you're five? How do you find these things? That's <laughs> <laughs> skill. That is dedication. It is. He's like, yeah, he's obsessed. Yeah. His favourite yeah, his favorite picture ever is at Wrestle Island and he's in the ring with them. That's a, it was belt on and... Uh, <laughs> Andy Knox didn't have a belt, so he went up and gave him his. Uh, he went with his ECW title, so he gave it to Andy because oh. <laughs> he was the only one who didn't have a belt. Was thank you. You've got to rate him for having ECW title as well. It's it's the WWE ECW title. It's not the original. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's still it's still close. It's still close. Yeah, I think we got it for the car boot or a school fair. Yeah, but you see, it's, yeah, he loves it. It's his title. <laughs> Uh, so, so since your last show we, we did have the speaking out movement so what are you hoping Brit Rest will be like when we return I think, I'm, I think I'm hoping when we come out it will just be just have that perspective and that passion back mm. I think I think we're I think it's not even arguable that we have some of the best wrestlers in the world if you look at the promotions that that are running now and the, the guys that have come from, from from the UK it's just it's just outstanding to see yes. the level that, that we have. So I think when we come out of it, I think it's just going to have perspective that wrestling is important in every single way. And we've got to make sure it's protected. 
and just have that passion to wrestle back and just not not um, kind of uh, worry about anything else, just the wrestling. And we'll get to big shows and we'll get to uh, kind of doing big arenas that way by concentrating on, on just that wrestling. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait for it to come back. We've came up in my oh, Facebook memory, memories, was it last week or the week before? So, yeah, it was the last show I went to. It was like a year ago recently. I was like, oh. We did, yeah, we did TNT Ignition one weekend and then Wrestle Island and the weekend after and then we haven't been to any wrestling since. I was like, Cannot wait. My boots are in my like drawer. I keep looking at them and being like, when am I going to be able to put them back on again? Mm. <laughs> yeah, my boss said today, oh, oh you might, we might have to start wearing uh, work clothes from next week. And I was like, oh God, I have no idea where my work shoes are or <laughs> if, if I can fit in my work pants because I put on a bit of weight over lockdown. <laughs> so, what what are work clothes now? What what counts as work clothes apart from uh, just tracksuit buttons and a shirt? If you need to go on a Zoom call, first five months of lockdown, I was in shorts. I don't think I got dressed properly. I was just in my shorts. Yeah, if I need to walk the dog, I put my shoes on. <laughs> yeah, so it's been, it's yeah, I'm meant to be. In, I'm meant to be in a suit and tie and <laughs> proper work shoes, but I wouldn't have a clue where any of it is. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm seeing it for you. <laughs> so, Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Don't be a waste, man. Check out Broken But Glorious, the podcast. Jeez! Alright, so if you're a promoter for a day of promoting an event, um, using wrestlers you've worked with, trained with, wrestlers associated to you in some way, if I give you a match type, will you tell me who you put in that match? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I've got my guys in front of me. Cool. You throw me one out. Alright, so who will be in your opening contest to get the crowd excited? Perfect. So I'm starting off. I'm starting off with my boy Danny Black. Um, Danny Black. Obviously, we've seen him kind of progress. I think he's amazing. He's been amazing for a couple of years. He came over with Germany with me. I think yeah. I've super kicked him at least forty to fifty times <laughs> last first year. So he's a good. I'm going to put him in with Will Ospreay oh. because I think that match will be incredible. I think you get to see so much of Danny Black. Wow. I think, yeah, I think yeah. that one's. I think that one's got everyone on their feet in the first match. Yeah, Danny Black is somebody I I hadn't really heard of before. He was on progress. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know the London scene as much as I know like the Northwest scene. I mean, I'm, I'm starting to bit, know a bit more about the Midlands scene and like the surrounding areas of the Midlands. But the London scene, somewhere I need to start investing. In, I think because seeing some of the guys are in progress recently, and yeah, Danny Black's really cool. <laughs> he's, he's good. He's been training for a while. I know. I knew him. He kind of uh, rode with us for a while. He came over to Germany, like I said, kind of, and, and trained really hard. He's one of those guys that you show something to, mm. and then he will um, he'll just do it straight wow. away. So, uh, yeah, Will Ospreay. <laughs> oh, Will Ospreay. Yeah, Will Ospreay doesn't need anything from me. So, yeah, he's only like to get the, the, yeah. The, 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 the promotion, but Will's, Will's just Will. There's not even another word for it. You mentioned super kicking there. Did you hear that WWE have banned slapping legs? Super I did. I did. It's a, it's a bit of a weird one, I think, don't you? I just, I don't get it. It's, a, it's just, it's gonna be weird because everybody knows that kicking somebody in the head doesn't sound like that. But we've been trained for the last forty years or whatever to when yeah. you hit somebody in the head, you hear a slap. <laughs> so it's gonna be weird. Yeah, it's 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 particularly weird, but yeah, one of the one of the rules. So we we'll see we we'll see what the sound sounds like now. If anyone does one, oh, sound again. I'm gonna just be a, that's it. That's it. Hitting somebody with rubber. <laughs> about a comedy match? Comedy match. Do you know what am I going to do with my? Co- I'm going to do 
uh, I'm going to put Grado in my comedy match. Oh, wow. He's brilliant. Um, I was in Bill Bow with him and he's just, he's just on all the time. He's such a laugh. And then I'm going to put, even though he is more serious and I'm really liking what he's doing in NXT UK, I'm going to put him against Shaw Samuels. Because again, Shaw is, Shaw is just, he can do everything. He can be, he can be your, uh, your, your, uh, tough guy. He can mm. do kind of comedy. He just, he has the crowd in the palm of his hand. So yeah, I'm going to put Grado and Shaw Samuels together. Yeah, I like Shaw Samuels. I like Grady as well. Shaw Samuels something I really need to see live. He's grown on me over the years. Because the first time I saw him, I think it was on World of Sports, and he had him like a, a bodyguard like role to oh, what's it, what's it, Dave Mastiff, I think. Was in, yeah, I didn't quite get him, but then I've saw, seen him since, and he's like a ah, like London EastEnder guy, and I like it. It's funny. It's, I think, I think it'll be a good match for Shaw Samuel Shaw to, to beat Grado and then Grado come back with that with that great uh, that great Grado fire he has. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your women's title match? So I'm gonna have I'm gonna have Bobby Tyler. Wow. Who I think yeah. it's really yeah. good. Obviously I've like, been on a couple of shows with her. I think she's just her character's great. I'm gonna make it a triple threat. So I'm gonna have Bobby Tyler v Tony Storm. Wow. Again, yeah. there's any really, reason why you picked Tony Storm is awesome. <laughs> no. And then I'm going to add in B Priestley, and I think that match is, yeah, I think that match could be main event even. Like it's 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 quality. I'd be hooked. I'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah I think that could be. Yeah, it'd probably headline any show in the UK. That's that match. About uh, hardcore extreme rules style match. So I'm going to go with obviously uh, a bit of a, a weird one, but I'm going to go for Jody Fleisch v Johnny Storm. Ooh, just to kind that of could be interesting. A CCW, a CCW kind of kind of match and atmosphere and. I remember watching that as a kid and just being enthralled. So uh, on the wrestling channel. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that as a hardcore match. Oh, that'd be interesting. Oh. Interesting to see how it go. I could say it's starting off quite technical, and then just because they can't beat each other, then they revert to more hardcore stuff to try and beat each other. I think that could be really interesting. Just have uh, just have images of of Jody just running up walls and things yes. like that. We don't even don't even know. So. Uh, <laughs> Jumping off, the, it's just, it just, I think that'd be awesome. That'd be amazing. That'd be, be amazing. So, uh, then you've got a tag team title match. I'm going tag team title match. I'm going to go pretty deadly. My boy Sam Stoker uh, yeah. versus Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, Red oh, Dragon. Wow. They are each kind of days. Amazing. Yeah, it's going to be good. That'd be interesting. I'm, ha- I'm happy they won the tag team, the uh, NXT UK titles recently. It's- I think I think I think they're just great. I think the dynamic between them two is is awesome, mm. and just yeah. seeing that go from I was I was there when they wrestled their first match in a small hall in Swanley. I think wow, it was pretty deadly. I cannot remember what they were called originally something. I can't remember what they were called, but it definitely wasn't pretty deadly <laughs> against um, against. I, I remember them being in kind of red trunks and coming out. So yeah, I think the way they've grown and evolved has been awesome. Oh, such good, nice guys as well. Yeah. <laughs> So, what would be your yeah. mid mid card title match? I think I'm going to have kind of a a technical classic. I think I'm going to have Zack Saber Junior. against Johnny Kidd. Wow, I've already, I've already yeah. seen it, but yeah. I, I think that'd be awesome in the middle of the show. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Zack Saber Junior. is one of the people I want to see more of, but I don't want to see him in WWE. So I think they'll ruin it. I just, but yeah, I only get to see like two or three matches of his a year. He's he's if you can find it, it's, there's definitely a match of Zack v Johnny Kidd. Yeah. And it was awesome. I was um I was um seconds for that match for uh for um Johnny Kidd and I watched it. I had the best best seat in the house, but oh, it was incredible. 
Cool. And then it's your main event. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of dr- use my my wish list and put this in. So yeah. I'm gonna make it I'm gonna make it a fatal four way, and I'm gonna make it Pete Dunn v Dean Ormark v Chris Ridgeway v me, so I can get all the people kind of uh, on my list into one match. Wow! As the main event, that'd be fun. You got to put yourself over. Okay. No, no, no! <laughs> I'm gonna put myself in the middle of the match, and then uh, I think I'll just be the one in the corner smiling about wrestling all three of them. The old, the old, the finishes to you and then the fight over who gets the pin you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Happy with that. That'd be an amazing card. I'd really love to go watch that. <laughs> All right, so this is where I'd usually ask where can see people see you in the near future, but you got any tentative matches, dates coming up? No, I think, I think right now it's basically just when we, when we can get out. So, uh, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully I'll, I'll see you soon and I have some dates when, uh, when the world looks like it's going to open up and we can all rush back to the, the wrestling show. Yes. I can't wait. I'm just, I'm just trying to think. Of where, where, I'm, I'm hoping. I hope it's not going to be too near to June because I don't think, yeah, I've seen maybe August, maybe some some shows will be about. I'm just thinking. I don't, yeah. I've got, I've got, I've got this feeling we've got to let everybody else in June the 21st and then by middle of July we're back in because everyone's gone crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that doesn't happen. I'm hoping. I'm hoping we have a kind of a summer slash winter of wrestling. Yes, and it'll just be a show every every weekend or every weekday, and we'll all be able to get our fix of uh, our fix of wrestling throughout throughout <laughs> that kind of autumn to December. So we're all we're all be exhausted between going to wrestling shows and seeing each other again. I can't wait for people to come back because what people have told me about how they're going to develop they've developed their characters and their moveset over the last year it's going to be amazing and the shapes that oh. people have got in is wow <laughs> yeah Big Guns Joe just put a picture of, a picture up of himself from him six months ago to now wow <laughs> it's ridiculous and he did that he did that in lockdown so think yes. about the beast he's going to become when a gym opens and he'll be able to train like with more space. Yeah, he's yeah, he he made me figure out he made me question what I was gonna eat tonight because he is in incredible shape. Yeah, I messaged him on Twitter saying you stop getting big because we can't sing tiny tiny Joe at you if you get big. That's the whole point. That's the whole point <laughs> of your gimmick know. is that you think you're big, not that you're actually big. <laughs> I think it's changed. I might have to change it to thinking he's small because he is massive. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. you might have to switch it around. So before you go, do you want to promote any social media or any merch or anything you want to promote? Or? Yeah, yeah. So if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's Kieran Hold Tight. So it's uh, Kieran H-L-D-T-G-H-T. So no vowels in that, so it's a bit harder to find. And then same for same for uh, for uh, Instagram as well. So if you search that, give me give me a follow there. Cool. And what what's the uh, H-L-T-T-V thing about on your social media? So. So it's basically, it's basically, I was, um, it was kind of a dare how it started to be fair. I think it was only me, me, Danny and, and Sam backstage. And we kind of, um, we kind of said, you know what, we're going to get a chant going. And we said, you know what, what we do is what, what chant can we, can we get? So we each gave, we each came up with a word or what we were going to try and get a chant going. And mine was hold tight. So I was like, you know, I'm going to get people to hold tight. So it did. And then it, kind of caught on and then it became my thing and then when i was developing that kind of character i was thinking kind of the mtv mtv side yeah hold tight no vowels looks a bit edgy so let's call it hold tight tv and just tie everything tie everything into that so that's what that kind of means well, I mean, just cool. uh, took out all the vowels so 
So I'll put, I'll put all the links in the description for your social media. And I've really enjoyed speaking today. I'd love to have you on again in the future. Hopefully we're, hopefully we'll be able to do it again. And hopefully we'll meet at a show as well. So we can uh, meet face to face and enjoy yeah. the wrestling live. So 